I'm Jordan Selleck. I'm the co-founder of 51 Labs. We're a, a, a marketing firm focused on the private equity and investment banking market and joined by some friends, uh, Dan Lee and Kurt Luker. And Dan, would you mind giving your background? Sure. Very, very quickly, guys. It's, it's great to meet you, Chris. Um, phenomenal. I can't wait to hear about your journey. Uh, Dan Lee with Convest Partners. Um, we're a private equity firm based in West Palm Beach. I'm on the lending side of our business. Awesome. And Kurt? Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Hey, Nick. Nice to meet you. Dan? Guys. Um, but I'm the chief lending officer for a small privately owned uh, bank called Modern Bank in New York City. This is a very special episode of Investors and Operators. Um, you know, Chris, you know, you made history in November by becoming the first person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman race. Chris, can, can you share, what is an Ironman? <clears throat> Ironman is a 540.6 mile, 17 hour event with a 2.4 mile swim. 112 my bike, and you finish it off with a 26.2 by marathon run. That is insanity. <laughs> Man, I am so excited to talk about this. Um, you know, when I saw your video, I was watching it on Facebook Live, and I was really looking forward in the days leading up to that. When I saw you cross that finish line. I got to be honest with you, man. I, my wife and I started to cry and oh. started to tear up because of how inspiring that is. You know, this has been a very difficult year for a lot of people. And your story just is something that we all needed in our lives. And I just want to thank you for inspiring all of us. And I would like to say that your story has inspired me to do the same Ironman in November in Panama City because of what you did. Wow. Me too, by the way, Jordan. I'm signing up for the one in Panama City. <clears throat> and I think we have a couple more <clears throat> clear my throat individuals <laughs> on this call. <clears throat> Dan? I, I will be joining Jordan and love to join you guys. And, and um, I'm nervous as hell, being honest with you, Chris. I don't know how you... How you did it, it is um, daunting, intimidating, but um, excited and, and just inspired. So thank you. You're awesome. Yeah, I've done a few of these races too, Chris. Uh, I wore my, my, one of my shirts from, from Maryland just for you today. So I've been thinking about getting back. It's been a couple of years since I raced, um, but thinking about getting back into it. And Jordan and Dan, I don't know, the tag team bullied me into maybe <laughs> – Doing <laughs> this was not part of the plan until maybe Sunday, yesterday, or whatever. So um, I'm uh, I'm not there yet, but I'm I'm thinking about doing it. And your story is just absolutely phenomenal and so inspirational. So can't wait to hear more from you uh, today. I can't tell you how many people we're hearing from who have committed to do an Ironman next year because of Chris. That is crazy. Proud. Well, Chris, can can you tell us how did this all start? What is, what is the story? After two years of ear surgeries, I was out of shape and operating. 
So at 18, we picked 12 young so we could get and stay together. Because especially in Olympics, they started a 12 young program in Florida. The first year, we started really slow doing 14 miles 12 young. The next year, I said, go to do an Ironman in one year. They, then we start getting serious about the one percent that's a friend. I started with one percent CF is gone. But Ironman, I was up to 200. And by next year, I did 500. But you there, I did 146 miles. But get to represent better each day. Yes, you did. And you did good. Oh. Get out of here. Get out of here. You stop it. Chris, what was you? I think I was watching some stories, and you know, you when you guys were just starting, it was about one push up and doing one lap. Yep. What, what was it like starting from nothing and building up to that? And I, so I, so I was in couch, right? So, yeah, sitting on the couch. Yeah. So I went from couch two years, but doing I know. And that's why. Or to impress others smoking our blondes. <laughs> you stop with the blondes already. I mean, you stop it. <laughs> okay, so let's no 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 let's talk about the blondes because that isn't part that's on your dream board. Yeah. Chris, tell me what is on your dream board. Uh when it gets hard, I think about my dream. My dream is to make my own money to buy my own car buy my own house, and marry a smoking hot blonde from Minnesota <laughs> to my mother. You want to show them your mother? <laughs> but if I do the Iron Man and become a public speaker, I will get that smoking hot blood today. I'm not waiting anymore or to get married. So he wants he wants my life basically. He wants my house, my car, and a smoking hot blonde like I have. And his company. All it. All my company too? Yeah. You can't have that. Oh yes, I can. I'm selling that one. You stop it. <laughs> I keep it. I'm not keeping it. Get out of here. I'm selling it. Get out of here. Let let them ask you questions, will you? Okay, fine. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, boy, how so we have three, and there's another one who could be joining soon. How do you prepare? Can you talk about, you know, your training schedule, maybe in the last year, your nutrition, your mentality? Can you can you share about the best way to prepare? I started snowing, but with represent Bachelor each week, I do a little more. Now I train for about four hours each day. 
I do swim and strength two days. I do bike and run two days. Then on weekends, I train six to eight hours each day. I do a 100 mile bike ride, an 18 mile run. And I do stressing and recovery every day in the Waffle House and Pierre Kings and my smoking hot bronze yes, and do. my plate. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Uh, uh, Chris, I wish I would have known about this preparation before I committed to it with uh, Dan, uh, Kurt, and uh, the others. Um, wow, I should have read a little bit more about this. So, <clears throat> well, you got to remember, you- Chris. You got to remember, Chris with Down syndrome has to work much, much harder than you do to achieve the same goals. So you may not need to work nearly as hard as Chris. Well, can you guys talk about the? the race, can you break it down into the three parts and just walk me through first the swim, then the bike ride, then the run? Sure, you want to tell them about that? The swim was fun and easy. Two hours, that's easy. The two- <laughs> You're silly. Uh, <laughs> the bike was fun. Uh, really? Until... By a four. And what happened there? I got attacked by red ants. Oh. Ankle, foot, and plumbing parts. And then what happened? Then by 50, I crashed and scared my bike. Were you bleeding? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the bike was out You stop it, you bike. <laughs> and then what happened? Then the run was pretty hard. Uh, I heard. It's a marathon. I have, I have, tent, I have pain everywhere. And I wanted to quit. But my dad met me on my 14. and asked me what it's going to wear. My fake pain or my dream? And what did you say? And I told him my dream. And then what did I say? And then he said, okay, you have God's angels with you. What was the question that you had in your mind when it got really difficult? Can you say that again? What was the question Daddy asked you? He wants you to know the question. What did I ask you? I said, so we'll re- this, uh, we'll show you exactly how we do it, right? I, I go up to him and we do this. Give me a hug. And I tell him, everything's going to be okay, baby. Everything's going to be fine. And I say, okay, buddy, it's a battle, right? It's a battle between the fake pain and your dreams. What's going to win? And then you said? My dream. And I said, okay, baby, I'll see you at the finish line. And you'll have your dreams there. And that's it. That's what gets him going. That. Oh. <laughs> and then he bossy awesome. and off he goes. <laughs> oh man. So Nick, what about you? You know, how have you grown as a father, as a parent? What is your message to the parents out there who might have kids with special needs and just every parent out there? 
Sure. The first part was that I actually got engaged um, in being involved in something um, that was important to him and to me. So um, I'd been very busy with work and, you know, like all of us, we can get really busy with life around us. Um, and I didn't spend nearly as much time with him as I should have before. And um, a couple of years ago, we both decided we were just going to get in shape. And so I got engaged in his life. So the first you know, message I would have to fathers and mothers and others, yes, our careers and our businesses and our jobs and other things are important, but our kids are probably more important. Not probably, but definitely more important. So that's the first lesson. I got engaged and then I stayed engaged. And in the process of, of staying engaged, we learned a lot together. And so we learned, we um, documented things, um, we made adjustments, and we continued to get better together. And in the process, we spent a lot of time together. We had a lot of fun. Um, we had a lot of joyous memories, a lot of Waffle House and P.F. Chang's, a lot of long bike rides on Saturdays. It's been just probably the most amazing one-year journey of my life um, because of the, uh, the things that we experienced together and just watching him do things that were originally unimaginable and thinking about other parents like me and my wife about what the way they would view their kids now and, and being able to see the world of possibilities for them and uh, how they can get more engaged and help their kids to do amazing things. I think our kids are much more capable than we give them credit for. I didn't realize that until we started doing more things together, until I started seeing the breakthroughs. And then the more I saw, the, the harder I pushed them and the further we went and the more he kept surprising me every time. And so, um, you know, as, as you all know, right, Kurt, you've done an Ironman, so you know what it takes to do an Ironman. Um, that's a pretty grueling experience for one year training to do that, right, for any person. And what Chris taught me in the process was that uh, something I never thought was possible is now possible. And using this 1% better philosophy that, that we've ingrained in him, now we're looking at this and saying, well, what's possible next year? If his starting point last year was 14 miles and he got up to 140 miles and his starting point this year is 140 miles, right? What does a year from now look like with a 1% better um, philosophy and improvement? And so I would say to the parents out there, um, your kids are so much more capable than we give them credit for. Um, the first step is to get engaged, believe in them, and, and help them to pursue their dreams. So um, as you notice, I don't, I don't uh, sugarcoat uh, Chris's language and, and how he feels about his dreams, because those are his dreams, not mine. That's what he wrote down. And so it may be politically incorrect to some people, but I, I, honestly, I don't really care because it's what fuels him and it's his dream that was important to him. And, and it means something to him. When he talks about a smoking hot blonde, he's really talking about someone like his mother who's just beautiful, wonderful, caring, loving, who, who's taken care of him his whole life. And he wants that for himself. And, and, you know, he says it by saying smoking hot blonde, but he means all of that, you know, an amazing woman in a package that uh, took care of him. So that's what we as parents can do is we can be that example for them and we can help them strive for much bigger goals than we previously thought were possible. So hopefully more parents will see that and will get engaged and help their kids pursue bigger dreams. Yeah, that's amazing, Nick. It's thank you for sharing that. And, and it is, uh, it's remarkable. I mean, what you guys have accomplished is, is truly um, astonishing. And, and I've had a, a similar journey with my son where he doesn't engage in the types of things that I thought we'd engage in. And for years, I used that as an excuse for us not to have a very close relationship or not yeah. engaging. 
And, but man, he's just absolutely amazing. As I've learned to engage on his terms, unfortunately it took a divorce for me to learn it. But once I, once I learned it, it's just incredible what, what he can do and what I'm learning from him, which is having a blast together. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the engagement part, right? Is once we get engaged, amazing things happen. Chris, what is your message to others out there who have Down syndrome? What is your message to others out there who just, you know, maybe they're just in a place in life when they might be feeling a little bit down <clears throat> and need to do something better? Um, basically, start small. Willing uh, to work hard if they're willing to uh, own the car, own the house. Uh, to make this working out one, to have a job, uh, basically get 1% every day. Okay. That's a good advice. Smart, start small and get 1% better. <laughs> what, um, can you talk about the uh, Ironman Foundation and what, what did that mean in your journey? What did they actually, how is that kind of working with them? And then also, are there any foundations that, you care about that, you know, people who are watching and listening should consider supporting? Yeah, so the Ironman Foundation part started uh, where they dedicated a page to him to raise funds for him and his favorite charities, because we don't have a foundation. Uh, And so they agreed to donate 100% of any donations made in Chris's name to four of Chris's favorite charities. So uh, those fall into um, two buckets. One is Special Olympics, and the other is Down Syndrome Organization. So um, in this foundation where we've been raising money for the last few months, uh, Chris has raised $60,000 so far, and the money is going to go in equal parts, uh, 100% of that to um, Special Olympics Florida, uh, National Down Syndrome Society, uh, RODS, which is uh, Racing for Orphans with Down Syndrome, and then a local national uh, local Down Syndrome Organization here in Central Florida. And that's where, so they're each going to get a, uh, a check by the end of the year that's going to help support the, you know their foundations. That's awesome. You know when when you look at the future, Chris, what what are some of your big racing goals? What are some yeah, of your? Do you want uh, to focus on triathlon and get and do more, or an ultra marathon, or what are what are your next big racing and exercise goals? I'll be doing the Kona Hawaii. Wow. So that's next year, October. And then and what are you going to do I'll the year after? I'll be doing uh, USA Games. Yeah, Special Olympics USA Games in Orlando in, in 2022. And then what? And then I'll be doing World Games in Germany. World Games in Germany. And then, you know... I'm not racing anymore, <laughs> and I'm about to go to Hawaii for, because uh, I'm getting married. You're getting married, huh? First, got to find a wife. Details. Yeah. <laughs> Big goal. That's hard. Oh, you? Stop it. <laughs> Chris, that is absolutely awesome. I'm, uh, I'm very excited to be watching you along your journey. And, you know, I, I think I just want to let you know how much 
your story, your family's story has a real impact on making us live a better life. It just reminds us why we live and why we exist. And no matter what we go through, that we can always get better. And I want to thank you for being an amazing example for what human potential can be. (laughs) Guys, I hope to see you someday soon. I hope so too. Thanks so much. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye.